Welcome to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, November the 14th. We pray that you and your families continue to be in good spirits, good health, and prepared to worship today. Here are today's updated announcements. Sister Arlene Wyatt's grandson, Bryson, is out of the hospital. Please keep Bryson and his family in your prayers. Also, pray for Sister Faye Hall that she will have a good result from her recent biopsy. Brother Byron Benitez has been released from the hospital and is back home with his family, and he says he is growing a little stronger every day. He and his family thanks every one of you for your concern and your prayers. Brother Hiawatha thanks everyone for your prayers for him as well. Now, as we mentioned in previous announcements, Brother Benitez's insurance does not cover COVID-19 medical expenses. His and Brother Hiawatha's medical expenses are around $35,000 at this point. But by the grace of God, through contributions from the family of God, a total of about $80,000 have been received. There will likely be more expenses in the future. They are greatly thankful to all who have sent a blessing their way. Church, continue to pray for all of our families that are still going through bereavement, as well as those who are traveling and have asked for traveling grace. Let's also continue to keep Sister Rekia Compton, Brother Edgar, and Sister Robbie Roberts in your prayers. Also keep Sister Jerice Bond and her son in your prayers, as well as any other of our members that we may know about who are not on our uh, regular prayer list. We want to continue to remind everyone that as we continue to pray for one another, that we continue to stay connected by making phone calls and sending cards, as well as text messages as often as we can. For the continued safety of all members attending worship at the building, continue to follow our basic COVID-19 requirements, which include wearing face masks the entire time you're in the building, practicing social distancing, washing hands, and taking a temperature check upon entering the building. Your continued consideration and cooperation is greatly appreciated. Brother Kance will continue his study, Exploits of David, today. The lesson text will come from 2 Samuel chapter 9, verses 1 through 13, and the title is David and Mephibosheth. We hope that you will continue to tune in and study along with Brother Kance anytime on the Lord's Day, and you can contact Brother Kance with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.kance at gmail.com. Please join me once again this Wednesday evening as we continue our new study series titled Growing Old Gracefully in God's Grace. We will again continue part two of the series, which is titled A Time to Refocus on Our Soul. I look forward to being with you again this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. Now, Brother Kance will be filling in for me once again on Wednesday, November the 24th. He will be bringing a lesson titled, What Comes First, Obedience or Understanding? Taken from Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, and Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. 
I hope that you will study along with Brother Ken's on Wednesday, November the 24th, for his study. Now, this concludes our updated announcements for this Lord's Day. We will now begin today's worship service. Good morning, everyone. We welcome everyone here to our services here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It's good to see everyone here with us this morning. We all got an extra hour of sleep, so everybody's rested and ready to go this morning. That's good. That is good. It's just good to see everybody here this morning. hope you took advantage of that extra hour. A lot of times I don't, but I did last night. So thankful for that hour. Uh, we are blessed today to be here in the land of the living, God given us this day to worship him in spirit and in truth. So welcome everyone here this morning. I know there are several that are visiting this morning, so it is good to see this number that are here with us this morning. If you are a visitor, we welcome you here to service this morning. We hope that you come back and be with us again, and we always want to present ourselves in a warm and friendly fashion. So good to see, see you all this morning. Those that are on listen to our podcast, we do hope that you continue to listen on the podcast if you are confined at home. Again, masks are required, so everyone should have their mask on when you're in the building. Make sure that you are sitting in a seat that is marked with green tape as we still are social distancing ourselves. And cell phones, please, make sure that your cell phones are cut off as we begin our worship service. Our announcements, a prayer request for Bryson uh, Thompson, who is the grandson of Sister Arlene Wyatt. He is in Vanderbilt Hospital for a few days going through mental evaluation, so we want to keep uh, Brian in, uh, Bryson in our prayers. And also, uh, let's see, brother, what we can do to extend ourselves to assist Sister Wyatt and family with Bryson. Sister Campbell is visiting this morning in Smyrna, so that's why we don't, don't see her this morning. Our sympathies again go out to Brother Danny Gift and family on the passing of Brother Gift's brother, Emmanuel, who passed away on October the 26th. Funeral arrangements again are, <clears throat> uh, funeral service will be Friday, November the 12th. Visitation 10 a.m. until 11, and the funeral service to follow at the Word of Life Christian Center International on 4100 Clarksville Highway. So again, Brother Giff, you, you and your family are in our prayers. Also, uh, our sympathy goes out to Sister Arlene Wyatt on the passing of her niece, Joyce Washington, who passed away on Friday in Seattle, Washington. A final directory will be handed out today. Uh, about three weeks ago, we gave you a directory, so we learned that as we gave those out, that there were a lot of information that was incorrect, that was not updated in our system. So a new directory will go out today. So just like before, if you would remain seated uh, in your seat after the closing prayer, then we will give these out one per family. So the one that you got before that, disregard that one, and these are the new one with the updates. So if there are any changes on that, then a flyer or something will be later, but these are the final 
uh, directories that will go out. Donations of all seasons are being accepted by the clothing center. Please make your uh, please make sure that all your donations are clean and in good and decent shape. And I believe you can bring those in and put them in the hall in the closet right across from the restrooms or downstairs. Parent also uh, Sister Deborah Bell needs a couple of uh, brethren to help carry some bags from downstairs. Uh, to her car that will be going toward, towards missions after service. Parents with children, please see Sister uh, Deborah Bell uh, for a big gift bag. Don't know what it is, talk to her about it. But parents, see her. To my church family, thanks so much for your cards, your calls, your flowers, and most of all, your prayers during my recent time in the hospital and nursing center stay. Uh, still on the mend uh, at home, continue to keep me in your prayers, and I love you all, and this comes from Sister Joan Bass. Good to, have, good to see Sister Deborah back with us this morning. That she's been traveling. Deborah Green has been traveling, and we had a prayer request for traveling grace, and that has been answered. Good to see you here with us this morning. Hope that you enjoyed yourself while you were away. You were truly missed. We hope that all continue, are continuing, and will continue to uh, tune in to our weekly Bible classes on the Lord's Day. Our brother Kent's. Uh, conducts the class through the podcast. And on Wednesdays, Brother William Carruthers conducts the class at 7.15 p.m. through our uh, conference call. Okay, my brother, is, my brother is pointing somewhere, and I'm not sure what he's pointing to. With a mask on, I can't see who, who you're talking about, but i get with you later. <laughs> Birthdays for the month of November. And again, if your birthday is not called, then that means that we do not have an update on your birthdays. There are no anniversaries in November that I have noted, uh, but for birthdays for November, and this is November. Uh, church, this year is almost gone. This is November, so uh, we're, we're, we're still staying busy and need to do more work Again, let us not allow the uh, COVID-19 to stop our Christian work. So we are thankful that God has, has blessed us during this pandemic to this point. Birthdays, November, Veronica Warren, November the 8th, James Webster the 14th, Candace Moore the 16th, Casey Gore the 16th, Lisa Moore the 24th, Jerice Bond 26th, Carcretia Alexander 27th, and Sister Evelyn Pella, the 29th. Uh, so God bless you on your birthdays for the month of November. Order of service this morning, singing Brother Micah Jackson, and we're told that he will, we are, our songs will be in two different books, I do believe. So make sure that you have two separate books as we're singing, coming out of this morning, doing our songs. Our scripture reading prayer, Brother Sam Otis, our sermon, Brother Arnold Spivey.
prayer for our offering and Lord's Supper, Brother Trenton Moore, and our closing prayer, Brother Ernest Davis. We take up an offering at the end of our service, so there will be attendance at the back at the front door to receive your offering at the end of service. Again, good morning. Now let's prepare for our morning worship service. All right. Our first song will be taken from the White Supplemental Handbook on page 16. That's page 16. All found. Let us sing. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. God has been so good to me. Every day he's blessing me. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. Take the time to glorify the Lord. Take the time to glorify the Lord. Take the time to glorify the Lord today. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. God has been so good to me. Every day he's blessing me. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. Take the time to glorify the Lord. Take the time to glorify the Lord. Take the time to glorify the Lord today. Amen. Our next song will be taken from page 19. That is page 19. I love to praise his name. All found, let us sing. I love to praise him. I love to praise his name. I love to praise him. I love to praise his name. I love to praise him. I love to praise his name. You know that I love to praise his holy name. I love to praise him. I love to praise his name. I love to praise him. I love to praise his name. I love to praise him. I love to praise his name. You know that I love to praise his holy name because he's my rock my rock my rock my sword and shield he's the wheel oh yes in the middle of the wheel i know he'll never oh no he'll never let me down because he's just a jewel Thank God that I have found, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love to praise his name, we're singing hallelujah, hallelujah. I love to praise his name, we're singing hallelujah, hallelujah. I love to praise his name, you know that I love to praise his name. 
holy name. We will now be led in scripture and prayer. Morning. Our scripture this morning is taken from the book of Hebrews. The chapter is 4, and the verse is 12. It's 13, I'm sorry. Hebrews 4, 13. And it reads, Neither is there any creature, and I guess I need to get this thing over and see it, Neither is there any creature that is not manifested in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto his eyes of him with whom we have to do. Let me, let me do that again if you don't mind. Neither is there any creature that is not manifested in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. I think that was a little bit better, I hope. Let us pray. Eternal God, from whom all blessings flow, we come before thy throne this morning with thanksgiving in our hearts. We're thankful, Lord, for allowing us to see this another day. We're thankful, Lord, for health and strength. We're thankful, Lord, for all that you do in our lives. We're thankful, Lord, for watching over us, even during this time of unrest. It seems that trouble is everywhere, but we must not lose hope because we as children of God know that thou art still in control. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us for traveling grace to be able to come to this place to give you the honor and the praise that you so richly deserve. We're just thankful, Lord, that you're being our God. And beside thee, there is none other. We're thankful, Lord, for every good and perfect gift. We're thankful for your grace. Lord, we'll thank you for your mercy. We're just thankful that we have you as our God. We pray, Lord, for bereaved families all over this land and country, especially those of the household of faith. We ask, Lord, that you pass by and give them the comfort and the strength that they need to continue on. Be with those that are sick in the hospital, those that are in nursing homes, those that are home 
We ask, Lord, thy blessings to be upon them. We are praying that you'll give them their much-wanted health and strength. Be with the gospel preachers all over this land and country. Lord, praying that we stand bold on thy word, telling the world about the one faith, the one baptism, and the one church. Pray, Lord, that we stand on thy word, telling other folks about your goodness and about your mercy. Lord, we are thankful for this grand old church here. We're thankful, Lord, for the leadership to lead thy people. We ask, Lord, that you be with the elders and deacons as they strive to lead thy peoples in the right direction. Pray that you keep them in health and strength. Pray, Lord, that we will uphold their hands, stand by them as they stand with thee. Be with him that should come shortly before us and crown our head with wisdom and knowledge. Pray, Lord, that thou be with him. Let him down in the deep treasures of thy word that he must tell he, that he will tell us those things that we must do in order to be saved. Bless him, keep him in, keep him in health and strength. Bless his family, bless his wife as she stand by side by side. Be with us, love us as thou children. And may we also love thee as our Father. Keep us close to thee. In the sweet name of him that hung between the twilights of two worlds. In the name of him that took mud and put in a blind man's eyes. And he came back seeing. In the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The second half of our song service will be taken from the Red Supplemental Handbook. Starting with our Song of Invitation, it will be on page six of the Red Supplemental Handbook, if you'd like to mark that. But for now, we will all notice page five in the White <coughs> Supplemental Packet. That is page five. All found. Let us sing. Bow down before the Lord, worship Him, oh, worship Him. Bow down before our God, Oh, enter in. 
again good morning good morning god has given us another opportunity this morning to assemble ourselves in his house to worship him in spirit and in truth mm -hmm. which is the only way which is pleasing and acceptable unto him god as we say is a good god always has been and always will be. I want to remind Sister Spivey to talk to Sister Bale at the end so I can get my, my gift bag here. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Bale. <laughs> Just to break the ice this morning, church, uh, you know, God is a good God. I, I, I just have to say that because there's not a, a person in here this morning that God has not truly blessed. Man, yes. I don't care what your situation is, what it is you're going through. If we were to take a survey this morning and I say, raise your hand. If God has truly blessed you, and every hand should, and every hand better go on. Man, yes. God is truly a good God. Yes. yes. I remember years before our dear brother Rush Keith passed away. He said, Brother Spivey, sometimes when you can't find a sermon topic, hmm. God will give you one. Amen. He said, all you got to do is just listen sometimes, and God will give you a topic. He did that. It's already been announced, you know, but some people are in the congregation are going through. So when we got a call Friday night, it, it, it kind of bothered me on one side, but then it gave me a topic. <laughs> I want to use for a, a topic this morning, the man behind the mask. The man behind 
the mass. And if we go back to our scriptural text, you, you can kind of see what it is that we're going to be talking about this morning. I may have a short again, Brother Chris, because... let you do your IT stuff. <laughs> and I'll just talk loud enough. All right. But I want to go back while Brother Chris is, is working on that and, and, and look at our scriptural text this morning. Our scriptural text says in, in Hebrews chapter 4 and, and verse number 13, it says, Now, and there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. The church is supposed to be a, a family. I'm going to say it again. The church is supposed to be a family. So why do we have such a hard time letting one another into our lives? We're all not that different. When you think about it, we're not that different at all. Now, I want you to, to catch this. Now, you don't have to tell on yourself, but I just want you to listen to this next statement. If we can open up our doors to strangers that are wearing a mask, just because they say trick or treat, we ought to be able to open up our hearts to one another. Amen. I'm not asking you to tell on yourself. But there were some little people that showed up at our doors last week, and they said, trick or treat. And you didn't know who it was behind the mask, but you opened up your door. If we can do that to strangers, there's no reason why we ought not be able to open up our hearts and open up our lives to each other. Here's the problem. We recognize each other. But we don't know each other. We don't know each other because we hide behind the man.
see one or two hands going up. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Now you could ask me the same question, and I'd be just as guilty. Because we don't spend enough time together. We just recognize each other. The Bible is, 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 is full of religious festivals and celebrations. These celebrations and these festivals were authorized by God. The Jewish people were, were very serious about following the rules and following what God had said and put in place about these festivals. They were committed to having these festivals. There was an air of excitement when they had these festivals because they were assembling as a people of God. There should be that same air of excitement today because we are the people of God. In Psalms 145 and, 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 and verse number 7, it says, Now they will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. Has God changed? So we should be singing the same song today. We should be excited about assembling here this morning as a people of God ready to worship, ready to praise because of his goodness and because of his righteousness. His goodness and his righteousness. We should be singing his praises. But we wake up in the morning and we have to drag ourselves into his house to worship him that has done everything for us. But we'll jump up tomorrow morning with jubilation and run to work for the man. Something is wrong with that picture. And we'll say, I got to go to work. Go keep it real. I got to go to work because I need the money. I got to go to work because I need the benefits. Everything that you're saying, everything that you're trying to get from man, God will provide for you. We are the family of God, but we don't act like it. We act like strangers. They were jubilant. They could not wait to assemble themselves together. Sounds exciting to me. Wouldn't you want to be part of something like that? Where all of God's people come together and they're ready to have a good time. They're ready to worship God. They're ready to praise God. Wouldn't you want to be part of something like that? Well, where are they this morning? Where are they this morning? We're here doing the same thing that they did of old. We need to stop playing church. Because that's all we're doing sometimes. We're playing church. But a day is coming when playtime is going to be over. 
Because it says now we're going to have to give an account for everything that we've done in this old body, whether it be good or whether it be bad. Playtime is going to be over. The man behind the mask. We need to bring that same attitude that they had in the olden days into these days. We ought to not be able to, to, to hold ourselves back on Lord's Day morning. I got to get there. I can't wait to get there to be with my brothers and sisters. That needs to be our attitude. So why don't we have that attitude, church? Maybe it's because God's people have forgotten who they are. Whose? they are and what they have. We take pride in everything else, but do we take pride in saying, I am a child of God. I belong to this. I belong to that. I've got this degree. I've got that degree. But if I'm a child of God, it should supersede all of that. What does it mean this morning, church, to, to be part of the family of God? What it means is this. See, God is able and has looked behind the mask. See, God knows who you are. So you can't fool God anytime. So when you become a, a, a member of the family of God, God is saying, you know what, Brother Bell? I know who you are behind that mask. But in spite of that, I love you anyway. But see, we don't want to open up with each other, church, so we hide behind the mask. I mess with Sister Minnie all the time, every time I see her. And if I didn't do that, then Sister Minnie would look at me and say, something's wrong with Brother Spivey. That's not Brother Spivey. But we need to stop hiding behind the mask. And we need to realize that, that when I become part of God's family, as head of the family, God sets the rules. You know how we say, my house, my rules. But sometimes we break the rule, and there are some consequences. It's the same thing in God's house. But nevertheless, church, we are to be a, a family. Now, we wear a lot of different masks. From day to day, we might change our mask. Because, see, what we do is we use that mask to be a buffer between us and the world. So whenever we get into a situation in the world, we may have to change our mask. I got some old boys at work that I used to hang with. When I see them coming, I put on this mask.
I finish that conversation with them, and then here comes my supervisor. And I'll straighten up. How are you this morning? Yeah, everything's doing fine. Yep, I'll get that paperwork to you by this afternoon. <laughs> We're flipping masks in and out to accommodate the world. But God knows who you are. God knows the man behind the mask. You can't play with God. And we ought not be playing with each other. Because, see, when you need something and you come to me, I need the real you to come to me. If I tell Brother Moore, I say, Brother Moore, I can help you every Saturday cut your grass. That's my free days. And then Brother Moore calls me on a Tuesday and he said, can you help me cut my grass? And I say, no, I told you, my free days are on Saturday. <laughs> then Brother Moore can't get upset at me for not helping him when it's not my free day. There's a point in there that you have to understand. I'm not shirking my duty. I'm not shirking my responsibility. I just can't do it at that time. That's all I'm saying, church. So you can't get upset at me if I can't help you when you want me to help you. If I can't do it. And what we do, church, is we meet each other from time to time. We do it here. Brother Ernest, how are you this morning? I'm doing fine. How are you, Brother Spivey? Oh, I'm doing fine. God is good. <laughs> and we both walk away knowing that our lives are just as miserable as it can be. And we put on a mask. But now here it is. I just told a lie. It's okay, church, to tell somebody. If I say, Sister Tara, how are you feeling this morning? Brother Spivey, I don't feel well. Be honest. Because there may be something along the way that I can do. Something that I can say to make your day just a little bit better. But if you tell me I'm fine, Brother Spivey, then I'm going to go about my way. Because you've told me everything is fine. We hide behind the mask. I don't know what it is you need until you tell me what it is that you need. But if you're hiding behind the mask, some things that you need will never get addressed. Church, the more we get to know each other, the more mask we're going to be able to take off. The closer we get to one another, the more mask we're going to be able to take off. And all that equates to is just the more that we're able to love each other and the more comfortable that we get with each other, I'm going to be able to take one of those masks off. I get a little bit more comfortable with you. 
I take a mask off. And the more I love you, the more you love me, the more comfortable I get with you, the more I'm able to let myself come through. But the problem in the church is, is this. I can't let Brother Bell know who I am. Because, see, once Brother Bell finds out something about me, then that status that I have with Brother Bell might not be there any longer. Well, see, church, we need to realize that I'm not living my life according to Brother Bell's standards. I'm living my life according to the word of God. And Brother Bell doesn't have a heaven or hell to put me in. Because, see, at the same time, Brother Bell may learn something about me. There's probably something I need to know about Brother Bell. But if we both keep our mask up, we're never going to get any closer. We need to spend more time together. Satan is crafty, church. Satan is taking ad advantage of every opportunity he can during this pandemic. He doesn't want us to come together and study the word of God. Boom, the pandemic hit. A lot of congregations closed their door. We didn't. We're back. So see, God will give us the things that we need if we want to use them. But church, we need to be a whole lot closer than what we are right now. See, once we begin to let the mask come down and the real me begins to show, we'll get closer. But in the back of our mind, we keep saying, you know what, I can't afford to take that risk. I can't afford to become more transparent because, see, when I do, it makes me vulnerable. I'm afraid to show others who I truly am. They may not like me. And see, and, and, and here's the thing. It makes us not only feel naked, but it makes us feel vulnerable as well. And when I say it makes us feel naked, uh, uh, um, Brother Ernest, let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 25. I want to show you something here. Genesis chapter 2 and verse 25. Genesis chapter 2 and verse 25 says what, bro? And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Hold up, right there. They were both naked and what? The man and his wife. And there was no what, though? And were not ashamed. They were not ashamed. Now, Satan comes on the scene. Sin comes into the world. Now, Brother Ernest, run over to Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 through 10. Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 through 10, and something changes here. What and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Uh -huh. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid 
Why were they afraid? Because I was naked. Boom. And I hid myself. Right there. In the beginning, they were naked. There was no shame. Man. Sin came in. They were naked. They were afraid. So you see, when we, when I lie to Brother Bell, I have committed a sin. And see, then I got to have something to cover that up. I got to have something to hide behind. So I put up my mind. But the thing about sinning sometimes and the thing about lying is just like Lay's potato chips. No, you can't eat just one potato chip. And when you tell one lie, and I see Brother Bell coming, I got to think of lie number two to cover up lie number one. So now I see Brother Bell, I got to put on another mask. Brother Bell goes down to aisle six in Kroger's, and I see him. I'm all the way over to aisle 10. I didn't see you, Brother Bell. But we got to stop hiding behind the mask. I tell my students, I said, now, did you read chapter 4? Uh, 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 you know, I said, just be honest. I'd much rather you tell me, no, I didn't read it. That way I know what to go over. If you don't want to come here on Sunday mornings, then just say it. God already knows your heart. Just say, Brother Bell, I didn't feel like coming this morning. And then we can deal with that. But if you're making up a lie about coming to worship service, then you got a whole nother problem going on. And, 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 and I think, church, really, I think we all, deep down inside, want to have a relationship with each one here today. We want to have that relationship. But, but we're just uh, afraid of rejection. We're afraid of, 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 of someone, when I really let you know who I am, being judgmental of who I am. You know, I, 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 I would invite you over to my house, but you know, my house can only hold eight people. I would give you a ride home, but see, I don't drive a Mercedes Benz. All you got to do is let the mask come down, church. Be honest with each other. That way we can truly get to know each other. And I'm not leaving anyone out, even leadership needs to drop a mask sometime. Because, see, how can we become closer if I don't know who I'm talking to? We can't get closer until we drop our mask. The problem with leadership sometimes is, who does leadership have to talk to? You got a problem, you come to leadership. When leadership has a problem, who do they go to? Point number two, you expect leadership to be everything that you ain't. We're going to keep it real this morning. I struggle with some things just like you struggle. I got to decide sometimes whether I want to put a mask on. Do I step out of the light sometimes? Yeah. 
But when I step out, I got some company. We might bump into each other. I'm going to let it sink in. Because, see, sometimes we think too highly of ourselves. And sometimes we put others higher than they need to be. I'm going to tell you this morning, I struggle with some stuff just like you struggle. I need you to pray for me just like you need me to pray for you. I can hide some stuff from you, but I can't hide it from God. I'm going to have to give an account for the thoughts that I have up here as well. So that's what our scriptural text says. You know what? There's no creation that is hidden from the sight of God. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him of whom we're going to have to give an account to. So no matter where you are in life, no matter what you've done, God knows about it. And he's the one that you're going to have to give an account to. So why are we hiding things from each other? If I struggle with some alcohol and I tell somebody, this is how I got over it. Why shouldn't I share that with you? This is one of the favorite things that I had to come up with, church, and it's this right here. Everybody in here used to be something else. You ain't always been what you are today. You used to do some things. I used to do some things. And the secret is, we probably used to do some things together. So you can't come to me and say, you know what? You shouldn't be doing that. How you know I'm doing it? Thought to ponder, isn't it? But we need to drop the mask, church. You know, if we can't get along and share stuff down here, This is the deep thought coming now. If we can't spend an hour and a half here, how can in the world we expect to spend an eternity in heaven? This may not have been what you wanted to hear this morning. You know, so... This just baffles me, church. Why can't we have the same mindset that Christ had? We're told to let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. And see, if we we focus on the same thing, we should have the same goal in mind. We got the same hope. We're all trying to make heaven our home. So, you know, if if you can share some things with me that will help keep me on the road to heaven, why not share that with me? Don't keep it from me. Sometimes, church, I need to see church members stumble sometimes. 
Now, you may not understand why I'm saying this, but if I see you stumble, and you get up, and you brush yourself off, and you get back in the race, then that gives me encouragement that when I stumble, I can get back up and get into the race as well. That serves as encouragement. I saw Brother Bell stumble and get up. And Brother Bell needs to give a testimony. Brother Spivey, I failed. I got up. You can do it too. That's what family does. But we wear a mask. And see, every time I put a mask on and I pretend to be something that I am not, you know what I become? You know it. You become a hypocrite. And there are some people in the world that say, you know what? The church is filled with hypocrites. Okay. Well, why not come spend an hour with us every week? Because, see, when you come here and you say that, and you'll say, well, Brother Spivey, there are some hypocrites between me and God. Well, the hypocrite is closer to God than you are. Some of y'all won't get that until you're going home. But, see, a lot of us play the part of a hypocrite every single day. And we don't know who you are. But Romans 8 and 38, in the midst of all that we do, in the midst of all that we try to hide, God still loves us. Romans 8 and 38 says, now, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Why did you put that in there, Brother Spivey? I put it in here because of this. You turn the news on, and you see, Brother Spivey just stole this from Kroger. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, turn to Channel 4. <laughs> Brother Spivey is on the news. He just stole something from Kroger's. Girl, what? So-and-so and so-and-so just said, Brother Spivey's on the news. He stole something from Kroger's. Okay, now, as a child of God, as brothers and sisters, wouldn't it be best to say, hello, Brother Spivey? Yes. You know, I just saw something on, yeah, on Channel 4. They had your name up there stealing something from Kroger's. Girl, I didn't got about four phone calls from this. That's not me. Look at how they spell that name. That's not how I spell Spivey. Okay? But now you, you stop some stuff. But when you take something and you run with it just because you heard that, you cause a whole bunch of confusion. Now, who's saying it now? You're gossiping. 
and you don't even take the time to figure out what's going on. When somebody tells you, Brother McClain, don't tell nobody, then don't tell me. Yeah. We got to stop hiding behind the mask. The Bible says, you know, since God already knows what's going on, he says, now, only thing I want you to do is, I want you to humble yourself. Confess your sins. And, and, and while you're doing that, he says, now, I want you to bear one another's burdens. Bear one another's burdens. What are you talking about, Brother Spivey? Colossians 3 and 13. Colossians 3 and 13 says, now, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Now, here's the key to that verse. For it says what? Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Bear one another's burdens. When I bear something, I'm helping to lighten the load. I see Brother Moore struggling with something, and I run over there and I say, let me, let me bear some of that load with you. And then... We're walking side by side. Each has a portion of the load. But now, here's what you want me to do sometimes. Brother Spivey, I'm burdened down. Here, take it off. I'm not bearing it then. I've got the whole load. Bear one another's burdens. I'm supposed to share in it. Not believe you of it. That okay? I know some of you are going to get mad at me. I'm just giving you what the word of God says. Or Brother Spivey, you got proof of that? Yes, I do. Let's go to Acts chapter 11, verses 27 through 30. Acts chapter 11, verses 27 through 30. You got it, bro? And in these days came prophets from Jerusalem unto Antioch. Uh -huh. And there stood up one of them named Agabus and signified by the Spirit that they should be great there, there throughout all the world which came to pass in the day of Carius Caesar. Then the disciples, every man according to his ability, uh -huh. determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwelt in Judea, which also they did, and sent it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. Okay, so here's what happened. There was a prophet that foresaw there was a, there was a drought or a famine coming. Mm -hmm. And so the disciples got together and they said, you know what, um, we're going to do something to help them out. Right. And so they gathered some supplies. But what the point I want you to look at here, it says now, as each one's own ability. Okay, so they came and they, and, and they pooled their resource together as each one had the ability. Now, now, they couldn't feed everybody, but they did their part. Right. They helped bear the burden. Because, see, you might ask me for something, and I may not have the ability to provide it for you, but I can do something. Yeah. Well, it's a phone call. 
to help lighten the burden. Because we are, we're family. And you see, it's, it's, it's a funny thing about families. See, families know about each other. Now, sometimes families don't really get along the way they should be. But now, that's on the physical side. On the spiritual side, we ought to be a little bit closer. Now, every year or so, you might have what's called a family reunion. You know, one or two people get together on the committee, and they, and they try to get all this stuff together, and they send out invitations. You know, you got people who are making all the food and stuff, and then they all come together at an appointed time. Family reunion. They all come together at an appointed time. Hmm. Now, some people are going to show up to the family reunion just to eat. <coughs> They're not going to do anything. They're just going to show up. Now, to make another analogy, it's Lord's Day morning. A few people <coughs> have made preparation. You got van drivers. You got people that clean the building. You got people that get the table and stuff ready. When, you know, when before COVID and stuff hit, they would get here a little early. You feel a few people would make preparations and everybody else would just show up. So now, with this family reunion, we all get together and we, and we reminisce. We tell stories about Auntie this and we tell stories about me, Mom. We talk about those that have gone on before and we laugh. And every once in a while, we share some tears. But we do that all because we are family. And you may have two, two old ladies, two old aunties sitting in the corner, and every time somebody walk by, you see them lean in. I got two aunts sitting right there and a mother-in-law, so I'm just using them. You know how they lean in. But that's okay because we're family. And we'll laugh, we'll share some tears. <clears throat> but we do that because we are family. Now, we know some stuff about each other because we're family. We know some things about the past, but yet and still, because we are family, we can see behind the mask. And in spite of all that you've done, we still love you because we're family. Now, I didn't know a whole lot about family. I was the only child growing up. I would probably see the rest of my family once or twice a year. So I didn't know anything about family. Family was not important to me. Didn't know anything about the family concept until I got married. And I watched them. And they are truly a family. And I thank them for, for, for taking me in in spite of all of this as part of their family. And I thank them for that. And then when I came into the body of Christ, I got invited to Brother Eli's house. And I watched Brother Eli. Brother Eli was up in age, but he helped me move. He was on the floor playing with my kids. And I said, there's something special about a child of God. I started hanging around with Brother Moore, and, and, and I saw him interact with his family, and I said, there's something different. 
about a Christian family. I began to talk with Brother Glenn. And I said, you know what? You, you know, as, as a Christian, we can, we can cut up and have, some, and have some fun. So I was like, this thing may not be as bad as I think it is. But the misconception as we come to a close is this, church. The world has us thinking that once we become members of the body of Christ, we can't have any fun. It's just a different concept of fun. So we think that, you know, I, I can't have any fun, so I got to keep this mask on. I got to keep dancing in and out of the world. You can have fun as a child of God. Just know where to draw the line. You know, the best time I had, as we draw to a close, the men went fishing one day. <laughs> and we had some people, the first time we went, that had never fished before, and, you know, and, and I think Brother Glenn was trying to help another brother out, and as he was doing that, his rod went in the water. He's running, trying to get it. I'm trying to keep him laughing because his rod is gone. <laughs> and so... We went another time, and you know, we fishing, they laughing at me because I got gloves on. Because when I catch a fish, uh-uh, I got to have that glove on. I'm stepping on him to take the hook out of his mouth. So they laughing at me. I said, that's okay, you, you know. We be brethren. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they just laughing at me, you know, and, and, and we're just having a good time. But I think the last time we went, Brother Glenn yelled from the other side. Oh, he called me something. Man, I got this big catfish over here. I'm like, yeah, seeing is believing. <laughs> so they all left. And I think I stayed on the other side by myself. Hadn't really had to bite all day. So they left me. And I'm just sitting there. So here comes this guy in his boat. He's trolling. And he yells up on the bank. Hey! I said, yeah. You want some fish? I said, yeah. Dude gives me two coolers. A fish. And they come back. You had any luck, Brother Spider? Man, when y'all left, look at him. <laughs> you caught all them. I didn't lie. I said, I said, where you catfish at? I'm going to end it right. Right there. But to say all of this, church, <clears throat> when we get together, it's okay to put your mask down. Yeah. You know, some of the best times that I've had is just sitting around talking with the brother. We have leadership meetings sometimes. I've seen leadership meetings go three, three and a half hours because we can't be quiet. <laughs> but it's a time for us to come together and bond. And that's the way we should be as a as a whole, church. We ought to be able to come together and share whatever it is that's going on with our lives, if not with the whole congregation, but with one or two people. So you can get that stuff off of you and you don't have to wear that mask all day long. It's so much easier for you just to be you. You don't have to run around trying to figure out who it is coming and which mask to put up. Just be you. Just be you. People tell me at work all the time, Mr. Bobby, you crazy. Yep, I'm going to be crazy today. I'm going to be crazy tomorrow. <coughs> I'm almost 60 years old. I'm too old to change. <laughs>
So it's just easy to be us, church. So part I, what I really wanted to, to get into today, church, is just, you know, it's not really that hard to just be you. Think about it. It's not. It's not hard for you to be what God created you to be. It gets hard when you try to be something else. Now, because then you begin to play a role. And so, as we move forward, church, just drop your mask. You know, trick-or-treat time, Halloween is gone. Thanksgiving is coming. So why not be thankful for the way God made us? God didn't make any mistakes. So let's be thankful, church, for what God has truly blessed us with. And if by chance you are are here this morning, I want to leave you with this. As a child of God, we should be smiling every day. Because you know what? If the world were to end today, we're in a far better position as a child of God than anyone else in the world. And you might get that going home as well. There was a Christian that was being held up by a robber. And the robber said, give me all your money or your life. And the Christian said, you can't threaten me with heaven. You're going to be on 24 and you're going to say, I just got what he said. But as a Christian, as a child of God, we shouldn't be wearing a mask. We should just be Christ-like. And so if you are here this morning and you want to stop wearing a mask and you want to just be Christ-like, it's not hard. God has a plan and it's called the plan of salvation where you simply have to hear the word of God. Believe what you heard. Repent of your sins. Confess Christ as being the son of the true and living God. And then be baptized for the remission of those sins. And the hard part is this. Living faithful unto death. But God even has a plan for that. And it's called repentance. See, every time you throw on a mask and you step out of the light, you can just repent of that and get right back in the light. And if you're here this morning and you need prayer for whatever it is that's going on in your life, whether it's big or small, God is able to fix it all. So if if you apply, if any of those conditions apply to you this morning, then I'm going to ask you to respond accordingly as we stand and we extend to you the invitation. Will you stand and will you come if you need to make things right? Will you come, please? Do we have another this morning? And you have to get along with meager space. Don't be ashamed, church. You're not coming to me. You're coming to God. Just remember Do we have another this morning? How he feeds the little bird. May there be another this morning. Leave him here, church. Leave it there. Will you come, please? Leave it there. Do we have another this morning? 
Just take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Doesn't matter whether they're great or small. If you trust and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Do we have another this morning? If your body suffers pain and your health Don't let Satan hold you in your seat. And your soul is almost sinking in despair. Jesus If you've contemplated yourself, church, if, God, if Christ wants to come back today, if you're in a position that you feel comfortable, you may be seated. to the Lord and leave it there. Leave it there, leave it there. Just take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. If you trust and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. When your enemies assail and your heart begins to fail, don't forget that Still God in late, heaven answers prayer. He will make a way for you and will lead you safely through. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave it there. Leave it there. Leave it there. Just take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. If you trust and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. Just take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Church, I want to thank you for listening <clears throat> this morning. You know, like Paul said, I, I'm going to beseech you to get to know the man behind the mask. We no longer need to, to just be able to recognize each other. But when we get to know each other, our relationships become stronger. And believe it or not, when those relationships become stronger, then Lawrence Avenue will become stronger. So maybe next year, our, our, our theme or something needs to be united, we stand. And let the world know that we're no longer gonna hide behind the mask. Thank you for listening, church. Let church say amen. amen. Another wonderful message Brother Spivey has brought to us. Man Behind the Mask. It was a sermon with two parts in it. We need to take our mask down. But you know the other side of that is, are y'all ready for me to take my mask off? <laughs> I need to ask myself, am I the reason why maybe you wearing the mask? <laughs> See, see, that's that other side we need to deal with. Did you hear his sermon? He dealt with both sides. He said that if he, he used a scenario of, of Brother Spivey was on Channel 4, 
Well, instead of us getting on the phone calling somebody else talking about Brother Spivers on Channel 4, we need to call him. And even if it was him, do we call and say, Brother, is there something that I can do to help out? See, that's the problem, y'all. <laughs> we throwing up masks because we don't know how to deal with one another. <laughs> that's the problem. And that's the problem we got to get down to so that we can take off the mask. But we can't take off the mask if we so concerned about, hey, what he gonna say about me? <laughs> what they gonna say? That's what he said. Let's, let's get to truly know one another. Now, I ain't gonna sit up here and tell you that we gonna know everybody's deepest, darkest secrets. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> let's be for real. <laughs> But we ought to be able to get to know one another that, hey, when somebody come in the back door, I can look at him and say, hey, something's wrong somewhere. <laughs> That's what he's talking about. We need to get to know one another like that. Why? Because we're family. Thank you, Brother Spivey. Wonderful message. Wonderful message. We have those that have come to make their requests known. Sister, excuse me, brother D'Angelo Simmons is coming stating that he is sinning and he is asking for the prayers of the church for patience and for strength. Sister Darling Blakely is coming and she is stating that she is sinning and she is asking for the prayers of the church for patience, strength, and for endurance. <clears throat> brother Timmy Jones is coming and he is asking for the prayers of the church. Uh, he's praying that God will continue to guide him and wants us to pray for him and for his marriage to be godly. Sister uh, Darlene Jones is also coming and she is asking for the prayers of the church stating that she is sin and she is saying that she needs help to stay focused in God's word. And she is asking for the prayers of the church to help uh, her in her marriage uh, as well. And she wants to be more of what God would have her to be, living in Christ. Also, they would like to thank the congregation, the Thompson family and the Wyatt family and the Jones family, would like to thank everyone for their support and the prayers and the flowers and the in the time of their loss <clears throat> uh, from Brother William Terrell Thompson. They'd like to thank the congregation for all that they've done, and they're also asking that you would keep Bryson Thompson in our prayers as well. Let's continue to remember all of them and all of those that are bereaved uh, in our prayers as well. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, once again, we are so thankful for the message that you, you put on your servant's heart. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to bless him and help him, that he can continue to go out and preach to a dying and perishing world. Help us, Heavenly Father, that we may take the burden upon us and take the message ourselves and apply it to our lives first, and then take it out as well. 
We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please bless all of those that have come today. We ask that you would please bless them in each of their requests. Bless those, Heavenly Father, that are dealing with bereavement. Bless those, that are, Heavenly Father, that are dealing with things in their marriage. <clears throat> we ask that you would please bless them and grant them the things in which you see they stand in need of. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please bless those that are just needing strength and endurance for everyday life. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you've done for us and letting your son die for us that we may have a right to the tree of life. And we come thanking thee, Heavenly Father, for just all of your blessings and the things that we even take for granted. Father, we ask that you would continue to bless those that will be having surgeries and procedures, and we thank you for those that you've allowed to come through surgeries and procedures. Continue to help us and be with us all, Heavenly Father. Help us to continue to keep in touch with one another and to grow closer one to another and to be the family that you would have us to be. Help us, Heavenly Father, to truly be the men, women, boys, and girls that will be loving one another that the world might see the love that we have for each other and come to thee before it is everlasting too late. We ask that you would please spare those spaces time for those that have not come to thee yet. Help them, Heavenly Father, open their eyes that they may see and help us to be able to spread the word and to say and do the right things that would cause them to come to thee before it is everlasting too late. Continue to be with us all, Heavenly Father, and guide us in the name of Christ. Amen. We will now prepare our minds for the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us all know it's page 62. That is page 62. 
at the top of the hill. All found, let us sing. I have read of a place on the mountain many strangers have journeyed to see. And they say there's a life-giving fountain flowing from a place called Calvary. It was there they took one who was holy, so compassionate, tender, and true. While the angels and seraphims holy watch the scene from the heavenly blue. At the top of the hill, where they carried the old rugged cross. At the top of the hill, it was Jesus who bore all our loss. At the top of the hill, let me kneel down and thank him once more for the blood he did spill when all alone all my sorrow he bore in the garden someone has been praying in a voice that is plaintive and low if we only know what he was saying how the tears of compassion would flow. If each day we could share in some measure of the old rugged cross that he bore, it would surely make heaven a pleasure when we reach that eternal bright shore. At the top of the hill, where they carried the old rugged cross. <clears throat> At the top of the hill, it was Jesus who bore all our loss. At the top of the let me kneel down and thank him once more for the blood he did spill when all alone all my sorrow he bore. We've now reached portion of our service where we focus on the collection, the death, burial, resurrection, excuse me, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Let's pray for the collection. Dearly Father, at this time, we thank God for the collection that be taken up. We thank you for the ability and the blessing to be able to uh, produce, provide, and get back to you, which is already yours. And most of all, we thank you for your offering, which is your Son, Jesus Christ. We don't cross our sins so that we have that chance to be with you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Now as we focus on death, the burial, and resurrection of the Lord, Savior Jesus Christ, we read in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 29, of Jesus Christ, the disciples, and the Last Supper. Starting at verse 26, it reads, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and blessed it, and brake it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, and gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth for this fruit of the vine, until that day when I drink anew with you in my Father's kingdom. You may now have a moment to open up your communion. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, at this time, we thank you once again for your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for his sacrifice. We thank you for his life, the example that he set before us. We just thank you for who he was and who he still is. At this moment specifically, we thank you for his body and his blood which shed on the cross for remission of sins. We pray that we will not take his life, his example, his body, or his blood for granted. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may now take the bread. You may now take the cup. Verse 30 reads, And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. This includes sports in our service. For our closing song, we will all notice page 52. That is page 52. Everybody will be happy over there. And we will only be singing the first verse. found let us all stand and sing there's a happy land of promise over in the great beyond where the saved of earth shall soon the glory share where the souls of men shall enter and live on forevermore everybody will be happy over there every everybody will be happy will be happy over there we will shout and sing his praise. Everybody will be happy over there. Every, everybody will be happy, will be happy over there. We will shout and sing his praise. Everybody will be happy. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, it is with a heart full of thanksgiving we come in your presence to say thank you for all that you have blessed us with. Those things that, Father, sometimes we just take for granted, but we know all good gifts come from above. And Father God, we just thank you for the mighty words that were spoken by your servant here today. And Father, as we leave from this building, separate us not from your love and not from the love of one another. And may those words that go with us stick with us so we can be a better servant unto you than we were yesterday. But, Father, we are just thankful you for Jesus and him dying on a rugged cross for our sins. And we pray, Father, that we keep, keep on continuing to hold him up as we go forth this day. And we pray this prayer in his most holy and precious name. 
Amen.